you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Cut To It with Steve Smith Sr., a production of The Black Effect and iHeartRadio. I'm Steve Smith Sr. And I'm Gerard Littlejohn. And this is Cut To It. Cut to it, cut to it, let's get down to it, cut to it. We ask the questions you always want to know, but no one ever asks. Let's cut to it. You ain't heard about it, then we're about to let you know. Cause you know it's on. It's on. Corey Smith, two-time Super Bowl champion, eight-year NFL veteran with the Ravens, 49ers, Eagles, Panthers, and he's the founder of the Tory Smith Family Fund with his wife, Chanel. We're about to go into a part of our podcast we like to call the Deep Three. And so we know that a three route it isn't deep, so you're gonna let us be great anyway. So we know that. But uh, these <laughs> next three, these next three questions, just allow us to take a deeper dive into you, you know, as a person beyond your profession. So mm-hmm. Smitty, go ahead and uh, lead us into the deep three. You celebrated an anniversary with your wife um, a couple of weeks back, and so I want to ask you, what does being a father and a husband mean to you today? means everything you know we just celebrated year seven and the responsibility that comes with that like every time I look at my wife every time I look at my kids I look at the individuals that I prayed for and that I made decisions for without even knowing they existed and to have that responsibility to provide for them to be challenged by my wife, to be a better communicator, to not let my past 
um, impact the way that I am with my kids and to be able to see them through and lead them, um, it's special, you know, and she's special in, in the way she helps challenge me. So I'm for sure thankful for it. And that's the biggest responsibility that I'll, I'll ever have on this, on this earth. And I don't take it for granted. I don't take that responsibility lightly. You know, it's, it, I'm, I'm fortunate that, you know, I was able to play as long as I did. And I'm looking forward to, you know, being more present now with my kids and um, trying to be a better father and a better husband myself. Tori, you talked a lot about your childhood, what you saw, what you what you experienced. Looking back on it now, what does forgiveness mean to you as an adult? Mm. Mm. That's really good right there. But put, put, put me in counseling right now, ain't you? Golly. Now, <laughs> forgiveness is huge, man. Do you know for me how hard it was? Forgiveness is everything, but forgiveness isn't easy. I will say that. Um, but when you do it, it's very freeing. Like you feel like you have a weight lifted off of you. Like it's not yours to carry. Um, but I've been able to forgive my mother's ex-husband. Um, forgive doesn't mean that we're buddies or that we're going to be hanging out or nothing like that. That might work for some people, but that's not working with me in this situation. Um, but I, for, I forgive him. Um, and you know, I, we, but we're all sinners just like him. Um, and I'm no better. So I forgive him and I, I can move on. I don't carry that same type of hatred that I used to have that same type of hatred that would cause me to be up at night or to be in a rage every time I even think of his, hear his name or, picture his face you know like I don't have that anymore um I think of forgiveness for my mother as well mm. I used to judge my mother and and for the situations that she put me through or my brothers my siblings through um I, I carried a lot of weight you know I, I've always loved my mother through that but I carried I was I had carried a lot of weight and 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 honestly I would say hatred towards a lot of things towards her in a lot of ways um, that I no longer have because my perspective is different. I've forgiven her and I understand. You know, when I, I think about, now again, I'm not taking away from the fact that these were her decisions and she made them, but I just take a look back at where I was at 25 and where she was at 25. Mm. And if I was in this situation, would I have been or done any better? And when you think about it, it's, you know, it's it's a tough situation um, and your perspective is different, right? I, I was 25 years old, Steve, and I, I think I was just around you, yeah. right? I was mm -hmm. around that age. And, you know, my mother had multiple kids and still trying to survive, literally survive her abusive age. relationship. Mm -hmm. So, um, me, it was a, a different thing, but I've been able to forgive her. And now I don't, I don't, I don't bring that up. You know, I, I, I try not to talk about the past towards her because you can't, truly forgive someone and interact with them. If you're going to throw it in their face yeah. every single time, wow. you know, you get into an argument or you bring back these old feelings, they may never go away, but I've forgiven her. So I know not to bring it up, mm. you know, and, and that's huge for me. That's powerful. So the last question to end it all. If you, if older Tory had the opportunity to go back in time and write a letter to young Tory, what would it say? Um, don't let your circumstances or situations make your heart cold. 
I feel like everything I'm telling y'all, I missed out. Not even that I missed out. I've carried a lot of weight. Um, I built up these walls to protect me from so many things. And it's even blocked me from the ability to love the right way. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a 31 year old man and I'm, I have to learn how to love. Like that's the weirdest thing to say. Um, because love to me, like I said, the people around me, I'm like, if, if this is love, then, and you're saying you love me, like this doesn't add up. Like, <laughs> you know, like these decisions and situations you put me in, this isn't love. Right. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that process is with my, my wife. Um, being, I was, I'm super awkward. Like I didn't tell people, um, I loved them. Like I made sure my, because of what I saw and what people said, I love you. It car- I love you carried no weight. I needed to know that your actions showed it. So I went until I was probably about 22, 23 years old before I even told my people around me, started telling them that I loved them because I, it, it didn't make any sense if the actions didn't show. And I always, and, and everyone's like, oh, you know, you just know how Tori is. You know how Tori is. Like, he's going to show you. He's not going to say it, right? And I just kind of started to listen to that a little bit and think, like, well, if I'm going to complain about how it was for me coming up, I'm no better in the way that I'm handling these things. And it made me cold in a lot of ways. I'm used to disappointment um, from other people. I'm used to being disappointed from other people's actions. I'm used to uh, failure. And so all of these things kind of, built this cold heart that honestly my wife has probably felt the biggest uh, blow from that in in her journey with me and helping me to be better. So um, I would say that just open up more and and not take as long because I think I would be a lot more, I think my heart's pure in terms of like my intentions and my love is, I feel like it's the, the goal and the objective and what I want and what I project is pure and real, but um, I know my cold heart and feelings have hurt some people along the way. We appreciate you coming on and we appreciate your time. And I think the last thing after that, Tor. Yep. Love you, bro. Love you too, man. Love you too, G. Love you too, bro. Appreciate you, man. Muhammad Massaquai, five-year NFL veteran, a graduate of the University of Georgia, an entrepreneur, graduate from the Harvard Business School, and just overall good dude. All right, here's my first one, and I put a lot of thought into it because I, you know, just preparing for this, knowing how how deep you are, what you've been through. And it's been, it's been awesome to kind of just walk through this journey with you. You've, you've had many mountaintop experiences and some valleys. When you sit on the porch of life with a beverage in one hand and two listening capable ears, what has life taught you that you can use? What is life? Hold on, my dog's going crazy. I don't want to. Sound like a little dog, too. <laughs> it is. It's a six-pound Yorkie poodle. 
Uh, you just felt twelve years old at that. You, you just lost some man. <laughs> nah, came, came and, and came with marriage, bro. You got, you know. Don't, don't put that on your wife. No, we're not gonna let you do that. No. Nope. <laughs> that's the bus. Right. Don't hit Mrs. Massaqua. <laughs> no, that's what you gotta do. Even though I'm the one that's walking. Uh, there we go. So he's, back. <laughs> he's backing it up now. Yeah. You know. no. um, I'm sorry, so, babe. <laughs> what is what is life taught me? Yeah, what is life? Um, God, what is life taught me? Um, I got a friend. He has a quote. He said, "The unknown opportunities excite me more than the future makes me nervous." And so, I've I've lived by that to where. You know, a lot of times we want to live in the past and we want to think that like, the best days of whatever uh, have, have, have gone. And so whatever these future opportunities are, they're, they're exciting. And if you do what you need to do, um, you, you can prepare for it. And even at the end, like the future opportunities, sometimes not even you, is, is living through your seeds, living through your kids. And so that legacy of, of you know, giving the next generation something to build forward on is, is what's exciting. Mo, if you had to go back in time to Cleveland with the knowledge you have now, what would you do differently? Man, I would, I would, I would reach out to vets. I wouldn't try to figure it out on my own. Like I would, I would figure out a way to get in contact with Smitty. I'd figure out a way to get in contact with Moose. I'd figure out, a way to spend more time with Hines versus trying to, you know, put together all these pieces by myself. Um, you know, when you, I don't think people like rely on just other good people functioning at a high level a lot of times. And so I, I would know how to do that better. What drives you now? What's your why? My why? Man, I can say my daughter uh, and, and having a child that puts everything in perspective. Um, but then I, 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 I told somebody, like, I, I think I got 50% out of my athletic ability. Mm. And they thought I was crazy. Um, and I, like, broke it down on just, like, some of the things that we talked about of just not knowing um, some of the areas that you don't develop in. And so the why now is just maximizing my human potential, like whatever gifts God's given me on this planet and not wanting them to go um, un, undeveloped and, and un, un, unshared, you know, especially when you, you know, a lot of times people don't, athletes don't do things selfishly just because of themselves. They're doing it for family. They're doing it for impact the work that you're doing in the community or both of you are doing in the community. It's not just all about Steve Smith. It's not just all about G It's the higher you function, the more you're able to give, the more you're able to do to empower other people. And so in realizing that there's a lot that can be done to do that, it's just the potential to, to see it all the way through um, in all aspects. Paige Demakos. She's the chief operating officer of the Draft Network. She's co-host of the TVN Fantasy Podcast, and she makes a mean Greek chicken. How do you want to impact the world 
um, right now and also in five years? It's a good question. Um, oh, thank you. I, I want to. I want to impact. I want to impact the world. I talked about it a little earlier, but I want to be a leader of a sports media company that helps change what what it looks like in sports, mm. um, and that means getting more women and minorities and making sure there are more opportunities at the ground floor to make sure that we are allowing those people to elevate properly. Because unless we change it at the beginning, we're going to have some of the situations like we talked about where you're going to make a hire just to make a hire and they're not going to be qualified. Our responsibility is to foster people and have internships and create opportunities so we can get more diversity so that when I go to on a trip to the combine, it's not 98% white guys. It's a more honest reflection of what our country looks like. And I think that's, I know that that's super ambitious, but I'm an ambitious person. So that's, oh. that's what I want now. And it's what I want in, in five years, because I would hope that in five years, I'm going to be in an even better, more prominent, more powerful position to do more of it and quite honestly, expect more of it from other people that are also in my position. And I think that will, that will be something that will be exceptionally powerful. Like it. So then what does success mean to you? Mm, don't hit Ooh. it with the back up. <laughs> what does success mean to you? Success is every single day. To me, there is, there is something to be said about competing with yourself. And I have always done this. And to me, it's, uh, a success every day, a competition every day, a challenge every day. Because if you start setting benchmarks of this is success for me, then what's after that, right? So to me, it's, it's every day. And there's no, there's no end game here. That's not, there's no end game. It's, it is constantly getting better at every aspect of what I do, whether that's in my work life, in my personal life, Quite frankly, one of the things I love competing and having success in most is, is as an athlete and, and working out every day and setting little micro challenges that make me feel successful every day. Like that is success to me. It's every day. It's showing up. It's, it's making those competitions that force you to, to always be the right amount of uncomfortable. So you're constantly getting better. You can go backwards and write a letter to young page. What would you tell her to be on the lookout for? Ooh, uh, for this year specifically, I would tell myself eight months ago, I would tell myself to relax because it's, <laughs> I, man, it's, it's been a journey. Uh, this, this last, since I left the combine, uh, life changed a whole lot the second that I got back from being in a bubble for 10 days in Indianapolis. And if I could talk to myself, just getting back to the combine, I would tell myself, just relax. Like everything's going to be okay. Just relax. Um, but if I could talk to my younger self, um, I would definitely go back to, you know, a much younger, ambitious eighth grader who at that time was like, I want to work in sports and was getting bullied by a lot of people at school and would tell that person that those people were going to ask you for fantasy football advice and tickets and, and, being at, and having access to your friends who play in the league and that they don't matter. And so I would tell that eighth grader to, to not care about other people so much and just know that eventually those people are going to be asking you for stuff 
and it's never not going to feel good. And, and that's what I would tell younger Paige. I love cut to it. And I, I love it even more when you download us and subscribe. And you can follow us on social media too, Smitty. Where where at? That's at cut to it on Instagram. What about Twitter? At cut to it. Facebook? Cut to it featuring Steve Smith Sr. What about online? And you can follow us at cuttoitpodcast.com where you can buy merch and you can subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. I got all my answers questions. Um, I got all my questions answered. That's what I'm here for, brother. Cuttoitpodcast.com. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Harold Varner, he's a PGA Tour member since 2016. He's a native of Gastonia, North Carolina. He went to college at East Carolina University, and he's a member of Brand Jordan. So, my, tell uh, it, so you said you had a good chafing story. Yep. Tell us so about the good chafing When I turned pro, my uh, really good friend and agent now, he and manager, he caddied for me for my first seven or so. Yeah, that explains it. Yeah, no, he came, he came out the hopper nice. We we missed the cut the first week, and then we went down this place. I like how we we missed the cut, but when he wins, he don't say we. He says, right, he takes all the glory man. for the play. We missed the cut. He went. Hey man, we I'm doing a good cut. job. The next week, we get so I I just as a kid growing up, I just always if I chafed, you know, you do the you do it afterwards. You like, you know, make sure you don't put any lotion on. No, you know, like it'll burn, whatever. But we get down to River Landing. I had never heard of baby powder. Like being huh? the, yeah, using baby powder. Oh, like period or just using it? it as a No, as a I've heard of baby okay, powder, but not for like grown men chafing. You know, like yeah. I had never, I had heard of gold bond. And I didn't like the way a gold bond smelled. You know, I yeah. just never really. You smell old. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all in the locker rooms. With other old oh, people. Oh, no wonder you don't go in there. <laughs> That's disgusting. Go ahead. So we, uh, 
he he played professional baseball and I'm like he's like man you don't put on baby powder I'm like mm. I ain't never heard of it. it smells good like if it does the same <laughs> trick you know I'm gonna start using that man I came out of there and I put on my shorts man I had baby powder going everywhere like coming through my shorts <laughs> <laughs> hey we we use baby powder when you yeah. playing because there's so much mm-hmm. And that was first time after hitting it, you hit your side. Poof, yeah. Right. So I got on the like LeBron thing just in reverse. So the one thing that it's I that, like right. point two. Right. So I didn't chafe. And all I remember is that week it was like a hundred and we were sweating. Every time my hands got, you know, sweaty, I'd hit my shorts and, and they would dry out because the baby powder. <laughs> they call that cheat. Right. So it was uh yeah, that's my that's my chafing story. I've never chafed since then. So uh I just it smells so much better whenever you you know you're like because sometimes when you use that gold bond you start sweating man it don't I know you don't chafe but mm, it's so not happening. You travel all over around the world and the only thing you picked up in golf is learn how not to chafe and use gold bond. Yeah, you chafe one time, you know you better have. I use a. I was using A and D, and it was just like little, you know. Oh yeah, you was definitely smelling like an old person. A and D, ointment, gold a, bond, A and D. Yeah, yeah, a and it's D. unbelievable yeah. once you chafe though. What is A and D? It's, it's like a, little, uh, it comes in a tube yeah. thing, and you just it, you put it where you chafe, and it and like chafing is basically where your inner thighs are rubbing against each other because of water. You can get it right here too. Yeah. Oh, because of the swing. Yeah, and all. it's wherever like there's like skin, again this skin is rub audio podcast. They don't know what you're pointing to. <laughs> Oh, under your armpits. People get it when they run. You didn't know that? Yeah. I know I didn't. Oh, I I didn't know it until I got to the baby powder thing. I started looking up why people chafe and that's how um, I found out. <laughs> now but did Goldbond did come out with a uh deodorant stick that is fire. I should be sponsored by Goldbond. Yeah, I was like, you throwing them a whole lot. What about love? um blistering with, with, with shoes? Shoes. Never had a blister. Okay. Period? Not on my feet. No. I got the world's... Really? Ugly. He wear them Jordans. He ain't going no, they got, do right, make right. an unbelievable shoe. It don't matter shoe. what kind of shoe you got. When yeah. you on your feet a lot? Uh-huh. I mean, maybe as a kid when they came out with the the classics that looked like old shoes. Yeah. Maybe then, but even then, I I don't know if I had calced up in the right spots, but my on my little toe, I have like a little Is thing. Is it called pinky? Not on my <laughs> pinky. Oh, Is it your pinky toe? Man, get some off your back. I got bro. one on my <laughs> thumb side too, but it just doesn't... I don't chafe. It's a, or... I don't blister up. Do you do you lay out any of your clothes before? No, I man, I could be colorblind when it comes to matching. I get I get Amanda to do all my stuff. You what? Yeah, Amanda'll do, pick all my outfits and then I'll iron them and then I'll travel. Oh, so he gets it done for him. But I did. We bought a rug for the house and she said it was blue and I didn't see any blue in this rug. I'm the worst matcher ever. Really? Oh my gosh, dude! You don't understand. Oh, worst. I got a question. You gotta get you some help. Here's the last question. I got a question. Is is there unwritten? Is there the unwritten rule? There's only one person allowed to wear red on Sunday. Uh, Patrick Reed wears red on Sunday. I don't think there's a. I, I mean, if you like being talked about, you wear that red. I wear purple. I went to East Carolina. Nobody cares about know, that red. You just, you just know but better you know to put saying? on like, red yeah, and black yeah. on Sunday. Like, yeah. everybody knows. I, I mean, people. Yeah. I mean, I don't. 
It may be because he's people older. That, it's very few yeah. people that wear the same colors on Sunday in general. They might have a night uh, outfit that they're picked out to wear on Sunday, but very few people are like, I'm wearing the same color on Sunday. Yeah. Well, that, no, Sunday, be, everybody knows Tiger wears Yeah, I was going to say, that'd be lame. Patrick if you, Reed try, if you tried to come back out and wear red and black when you know good and what Tiger Patrick wearing. Reed won the Masters in red. I know, but we ain't talking about him. Yeah, what I'm, you said is there an unwritten rule. That no, probably, I'm just talking about, you know, it's like, I mean, like there's certain things you're like, nah, bro, you can't yeah. do that. Right, that's, right. That's what that, Tiger doing. Right, Tiger wear red and black. They Take that off. The thing uh, I would say would be, people say don't wear white belts. I'm wearing a white belt. Why? I don't know. I still I first I heard that one. Yeah, people are like white belts. Uh, some golfer thing. I see it on Twitter all the time. Somebody wears a white belt. I'm wearing a damn white belt if I want to wear a white belt. <laughs> What about guys that have guys? Because I've seen it in tennis. Like you see the Australian Open and all these major tennis, and like they'll be wearing the same outfit. Man, I the wore the time? same outfit. No, I'm talking about the same two people. Oh yeah, that is like, weird. I, yeah. They might wear all. Yeah, that like is twinsies. Weird. Like, have you ever yes. been partnered with someone? You like y'all got on the same thing. Y'all got on the same thing. <laughs> like y'all both Nike. <laughs> Y'all both got on the same. I go in there and change my. Well, shirt. you really got that problem. You, you're the. Are you the only Jordan guy? Yeah, only one that wears the clothes. Um, I say you shouldn't have. Fun that fact of the day in the Jordan brand: mm-hmm. if you if you wear everything Jordan, it's toe to head. They go opposite because they start with the shoes. Oh, I never knew that. Fred hmm. told me that one time. I was like, all right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. So, um, so Keegan Bradley. King and Bradley, me, Pat Perez, and Luke Donald wear the shoes. Okay. Uh, so does uh, Jamie Lovemart. I think he just started wearing them. So a lot of people are wearing the shoes. Uh, Ryan Palmer wears them. I played with him in this team event, and we wore matching shoes. Oh, that's I brought so him cute. some shoes. I was oh. like, hey, man, just wear these <laughs> shoes. You're going to like them. Trust me. He's like, I don't know. Nah, that's all he wears. Ooh. Hooked yeah. him. Influencer. I don't understand though. If you gave me a pair of shoes and they look good, I wouldn't be looking at them. Like, right, man, because it's the day of the match. Bro. No, I gave it to him before. Flip the script, man. Trying to get he was like he Jedi mind tricking me. <laughs> Eighty thousand the last place. You gonna be all right? Put on the damn shoes. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. You put. Yeah. We gonna play. I'm playing those shoes. Now that's that all he wears. Place. Yeah. He only wears. Beat 11s. you in your shoes. Thanks for these <laughs> shoes, bro. He on my team. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right, man. We'll appreciate it. No, stop thank by. you so I got to stop by your podcast. Michael Vick. He went to Virginia Tech University. He's a four-time pro bowler. He was the NFL comeback player of the year in 2010, and he's the NFL's all-time leader in rushing yards by a quarterback, over 6,000 yards. If you can put a billboard in Newport News, Virginia, with any message on it, what would it be and why? I put up a big billboard that say, love thy neighbor. Because, you know, even when, like, people, they hurt and harm people in, in their own community. Like, and I, I grew up in open friends who grew up together who would have hurt, harm, and kill one another. And I'm like, damn, like, yo, we just all, like, mm. just honor the, per- you know, honor your neighbor or, or your peer. Like, 
if people understood that concept, then like really not that much altercation going on in the world. Like I think, I mean, it is, it is, because we make it that way. You know, it's several situations that cause conflict in in communities, man. And you know, for one, it's just too many people trying to do the same thing, and and then you know, like it's just no loyalty and no respect. But if everybody went their own separate way and had their own goals and agendas, then you know they. Easier said than done. It, I think, you know, it will have a higher success rate, more success stories. If people just fall into that trap and don't have no respect for one another, mm. you know, I, I, you know, young young kids and you know, even with the adults, just, just sometimes the level of disrespect is just way too great. It's just far mm. too great. And then you hear about sad stories and like, damn, where where the integrity go? So. I'm trying to change that, but like, I'm that neighbor. Mike, how impactful can a second chance be? Second chance can change a person's life. It happened to me. That's why I'm starting my my own prison reform program um, to help you know incarcerated felons, men and women, with their reentry back into society. You know, found out through a friend who just finished up 26 years for a crime he didn't do. Um, wow. And coming home to hardships, you know, and not complaining about it. And I'm just like, mm. these people need, they need help. You know, they need help. You know, obviously, I found out transportation and housing is what's most important. And then they need assistance, a little assistance after that. So I'm trying to create some programs and I'm partnering with programs that can help, you know, in that regard. But, <clears throat> you know, I just know what it, what, what that second chance can do. You know, like guys come out and they're felons and, they, that's their label and never, it never goes away and their life is never the same. And I just don't think they get the fair opportunity to go out and be, go and try to be successful again. You know, hopefully we'll see that, you know, the success stories are, are, are you know, far greater than what they are now. Because I just, I just know that they just need a chance. You know, once you get that felony tag, like everything kind of goes out the window and then, you know, it's just no real opportunity in life and that's not fair. Mm, um, so, yeah. So I think, uh, you know, my initiative, you know, is the social reform um, is to, you know, I want to attach myself to things that, that, that my heart is really going to be into. And I have a social, you know, um, justice programs as well. Um, but this one is where I really can have an impact. My heart can be into it. And it's because it happened to me, you know, getting a second chance. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I had resources and then these resources can um, be presented to these felons, men and women, and, and help them, you know, hopefully go off and, and do some greater things. Well, I appreciate that, man. I love, I love that and look forward um, to seeing all the great things it's doing. Absolutely. The, the, the last one, though, it, it, this is kind of just going to make you think. Um, you know, we all struggle with things, and I, I heard this and I, I wrote it down, and I thought it was extremely important. Uh, appropriate for you because you have overcome a ton of things and so struggling I heard this struggling is successfully not giving up so what have you struggled with that you haven't dealt with yet um yeah I, I think um probably still certain you know insecurities and in just trying to you know continue to be um, trustworthy man. Um, mm. I don't trust a lot of people. I just be married a lot with a lot of people, and, and it's um 
it's almost to a point where it's, it's like, you know, I be thinking about friends and I'm like, damn, do I like, it's so deep. I'm like, man, do I even really need friends? Who do I need to talk to every day if I, you know, if I want to just get some off my chest or if I want to explain something to somebody, like, who can I really trust? You know what I mean? Because that has mm -hmm. been broken so many times. Like, I'm in mean, in the simplest situations and in the, in the, the wildest forms. Like, I can't understand why, you know, people make the decisions to do some of the things they do. And, and you, I, I just like, yo, damn, that person really wasn't for me. He really don't care. Like, yo, I gave him the world. I, I did so much for him. And now, look how he look at me now. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I'm like, yeah. that's through years and years and years of, you know, um, developing a friendship and, and giving and making sure that people was like, you know, taken care of and they able to feed their families. And then, you know, sometimes you, they look back at you and they be like, yo, wait, I guess they feel like you ain't do enough. And you're like, damn, I did. I didn't have to do anything. You know, so I'm like, damn, how am I supposed to trust when somebody say, yo, this is my boy, that's my friend? Because I've just been told by some of the people that I love the most, like, that's just not the case sometimes. And I'd be like, all right, so if that's how life is, and that's how life is. But I don't, I don't really trust people like that. So hmm. that's what I've been dealing with, man. And, and I don't think it's going to change. I think it's going in the, oh, wow. it's, it's not going in the, in the, the right direction. You know what I'm saying? But it's yeah. going in the direction that I wanted to go in and I wanted to flow in. Where like yo, I can control the crowd around me. You are a unique person. You are well worth it. You are competent, and most of all, you're lovable. I'm Steve Smith Senior. I'm Gerard Littlejohn, and this is Cut to It. Cut to It with Steve Smith Senior. That is me. Is a production of Cut to It LLC, Balto Creative Media. The Black Effect and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From Cut To It, executive producer Steve Smith Sr., co-host Gerard Littlejohn, talent and booking manager Joe Fushi, social media team Wesley Robinson and John Show. From Balto Creative Media, Cut To It is produced by Brian Baltashevich and Meredith Carter with production assistance by Alex Labreck, production coordinator Taylor Robinson. Theme music by Alex Johnson, lyrics and vocals by Anthony Hamilton. If you ain't heard about it, then we're about to let you know. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.